Welcome to the official podcast of ToyPhotographers.com, where we talk to photographers from around the globe about turning action figures, Lego, miniatures, and more into fantastic works of art. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Toy Photographers Podcast. I'm Sabrina Perry, and I'm here with Shelly Corbett. And last month, we challenged each other and the community to revisit old work, concepts, ideas, and compositions, and reimagine them with the hashtag TP underscore revisit. Uh, so, Shelly, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing today? Oh, thanks for having me, Sabrina. It's great to be back, and I do apologize. I'm, I'm getting over a cold, so I'm going to try to keep my hacking to a minimum, but <laughs> wish me luck. <laughs> good luck. Just both good luck, but uh, it's okay because it's that time of year. It is. Thank God it's just a cold, right? Yeah, so yeah. at least this way we can um, like revisit better time, times when we're not so sick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or only sick with things that aren't going to kill us, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, so why did we choose the topic revisit? I don't know. Why did we choose it? I, I don't know why we chose it, but I love this topic. I do this all the time. I just think it's just a wonderful way to, or excuse to go and either revisit photos that you weren't happy with or just liked and want to recreate or just, I don't know. It's, and it, and it's a great way to sort of judge or, or see in a really visual, tangible way where, where you, where you were and where you've come from. And I think in this life that we live, live on social media, it's always this quest for new, new, new. And this is just a nice kind of pause and reflect moment, which I guess end of the year goes hand in hand, right? Yeah. I think it's, it's also a good time, like at the end of the year to see, you know, how much you've changed or grown like in a year. And then also like in, 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 as a whole, because you can kind of maybe see your the little changes that you've done. Absolutely. Like yeah. to reflect on like how much you've changed as a person or how much you've changed as a photographer or um, like even the, the small little things. I mean, I haven't grown since the fourth grade. Like I haven't gotten any taller, but like at the... <laughs> but like at the same time, it's like, you know, that you've you've changed a little bit. You know, you've learned something and it's always good to revisit like your past in order to like grow further as a person or as a photographer. Absolutely. And it's also a great way to sort of show that off. Right. I I think that's what I saw when I was looking at our community uh, uh, posts that other people had done. It's just like literally seeing the growth in the work of my friends and people in our community was I was awe, awe inspiring. I was so impressed. Yeah, it's it's actually one of those things where it's like this purpose. It really shows you like like basically how it started to how it's going. Like that meme or that really popular thing that trends on TikTok, where people show like how it's how your photos, how you started, and then like how it's going. But it actually shows you that where you can be following these people for a long time. I've not really noticed the changes until they show you like the first one or some or a photo that they took at the beginning of the year versus a photo that they took like at the end of the year. Yeah, 
And I love how you incorporated that popular meme into your uh, contributions this month. I thought that was very funny. I, Clever, <laughs> as always. I Well, I think what it was is like, I... I one day hope that maybe like toy photography would trend like on a bigger scale so people can see like the cool stuff that everyone here like in the toy photography community does. So if that is using a hashtag that's very popular just for someone to see one of those things is the reason why I did it. Yeah, I, I, I hear that's a, a great strategy to get your work seen on these platforms uh, not one I've gone for, but uh, right. kudos to you, and I hope it works for all of us. <laughs> well, it has yet to work, but I hope one day it does. Um, <laughs> like, I I mean, we're not strangers to doing this topic on the podcast because Christina and James have, have done it like three times. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they're all great listens, and actually each and every single attempt or podcast is a different type of recreation or revisit like the first one they did number 55 is paraphrasing and recreating other artists work so that could be like any artist the second time they did that they redid their own which is number 61 which is what we just did again is revisiting our own work and then they did uh, episode 65, where James and Christina recreated each other's work. So, like, those are three different ways to revisit your own, your revisit photography. Yeah, there's so many different ways you can approach this revisiting idea, and they showed three great ones. Uh, so... It, there's no right or wrong way to do this challenge. And of course you can't see, but challenges in totally in air quotes. And I think that uh, there's, it, it's just part of that free for all. And it's just a, a, a small framework to look at your work and maybe gain some insight and knowledge about it that maybe you didn't have before or about the photographic process. Definitely. Which is, yeah. Yeah, because that's that's how you grow. I want to know what did you think? Of, what did you hope to gain from doing this challenge when when we talked about it last month? Like every like, so I guess like every challenge that we've done so far, it's like I'm always hoping to gain like a little bit more knowledge. I think I think that's how I go about these challenges anyway. Is like trying to figure out more about myself as a photographer and as a like a person like I think because when you revisit work it really shows you like where you've come from and so I was really curious to see how much I've grown because I didn't I don't really think uh, as an individual you're not necessarily like thinking oh I'm like way better now than I was like last week or yesterday but um, in the scheme of things like you have grown whether or not you realize it or not. Like your style changes a little bit over time. Um, you learn things more and more about yourself. And I certainly learn more and more things about myself and like how I go about um, taking photos and photography. And so this one um, is a little bit directed towards like what has changed? What have you changed? Or how like what process or what things have stayed the same from when I started this to like now. 
So now that you've gone through a month of doing this and, and taking a deep dive into your own work, what did you discover? I discovered that certain things about me haven't really changed at all. Like, I still like Harry Potter. I still like to take pictures, like, of mini figures outside. I still like to put them on my desk. And I still like uh, to make, I still like to take the photographs and it makes, and like make people happy with like the photographs I take. And I still like to tell stories or, and I still like chess and I still carry around the same two mini figures that I did like five or six years ago. Uh, five or six years ago when I started. I think what I noticed is different is like, I take more time in the setups. I, I really think about compositions more like where I'm going to place the toys um, and try and get a little bit more technical, but like, I'm still the same like person who likes puns and likes like the same type of things. And I'm still inspired by the same types of like, movies or actors and like same type of atmosphere but also realize that like what things I don't like to take photos of or what what I'm not uh either ready to undertake or just like don't have like the wherewithal to just like want to add like aerosol atmosphere or make things fly if that makes sense it does it does I. Uh, seeing your uh, how it started and and how it's going posts it it's they were so wonderful because it's just like literally both images side by side and not having had to scroll between them you could just instantly grasp how much your work has changed in terms of how you set them up with clearly more care point of view composition all of that has improved so much or i'm you've grown improvement is such a that's a like that's a bit loaded for me but uh you've changed and the work is more interesting and it seems you seem more competent in your in in this genre i think what it is is like i realized that i should like at the beginning i was just taking pictures of the toys like i'll just put it here and then I'll place it at this place. I'll go to this location. I'll place my toys there. And then I'll take a picture of the toy like on a tree. Um, but then I realized like over time that I kind of somewhere, I don't know where, but somewhere I was like, I should probably take more time to compose. Or I should take more time using the rule of thirds. Where I knew that all bef like before because I had... I, you know, ideas about photography, like in portraits and stuff. And I don't think so, like somewhere I realized that I should use those kind of skills with toy photography. And then towards the, like when I did the 365 last year, I, I made a conscious decision to try and do that a little bit more and more as it can. And then obviously now that I'm on the podcast, I really try to be more conscious about it because I want to, talk about toy photography and I don't want to give like bad tips or I don't feel like I should be giving tips if I'm not using those tips. So I need to like improve in that sense. That way I can be like a better, like, pr pr like promoter of toy photography. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like you crossed over from that time when you're just taking a photo 
Yeah. And and it could be any any subject. Toys just happens to be what the subject is here. Right. But going from taking a photo to crossing over to creating a photo. Yeah. Which which is much more uh intent has much more intention behind it, has a hopefully some thought behind it. You're looking for a reaction from your audience. There's an artistic element to it. So it's it's using photography to create something as opposed to using photography to take, document something. Right. Right. Like show some sort of emotion or tell like tell a story that's a little bit more directed. I think what happens somewhere, like especially the photos that I chose to revisit. It's fun. <laughs> it was fun. That like, did you, is that like the same thing that you hope to get out of it? Or like, what did you like, is it different for you than it is for me? I mean, you've been doing this, uh, posting your photos a lot longer than me. <laughs> Thank so, you for just no, leaving that. Just a gen- I, generically okay. long time. <laughs> Well, well, you you have more experience. I mean, you are one of the, I guess, the like founders of toy photography on the internet. So, like, you, um, people, I think people would have noticed, especially if you're newer to like toy photography or whatever. They see your work, they see you. You're an ambassador for toy photography, and they've been following you for like a shorter period of time. So, your photographs probably look a little bit more similar from like last year to the year before and that's not because like you haven't grown it's maybe like maybe it's like something else like you found like you found like not that that's like a bad thing but like more like you found like what you want to take pictures of and how you want to take pictures of them okay but there's a lot to unpack there so let's just back up (laughs) a little bit so first, not a founder of toy photography. There are many, many people who have come before me who have done amazing, amazing things. I'm just like one of the last people still left standing of the people that started when I did. Okay. Uh, and, and part of my uh, joy in toy photography community is sharing what I know. So I guess that's kept me here longer than most people. Um, so I guess this is why I started with the with the image that I started with I, th- I think I may only posted three or four I guess because I revisit themes ideas moments in time all the time in my work so I look back through my feed and I like wow that's repetitive I own that a lot man I just did this why am I doing it again but I realized there's for most people they don't see all the other ones in between that never make it up uh, or get posted somewhere else, or I'm just like, oh, I love that, but never get around to posting it. I'm kind of lazy that way. So there's, so let's just talk a little bit about revisiting. I think the reason we call that revisit, which hopefully if, if I'm being redundant of what we've already talked about, please everyone just give me a pass because my head's still a little uh, cloudy here, is when you revisit, you can revisit a theme in your work you can revisit an idea that you are are toying with. And that's kind of like a Christina 52-week challenge all around Princess Leia, that kind of thing. But that's like a really intense version of that. Or you can revisit a moment in time. And so the first one 
that I did was my very first toy photo, which I always bring up because it's just so, so stinking bad. And just to show people that, yeah, everyone starts from somewhere. And if you haven't seen the photo, it's a crash test dummy on a little black plate, minifig plate on a, a banister of my house with my son in the background, sitting at a piano and nothing's in focus. I think the banister's in focus, but nothing else is. I mean, it's like, it's just a stupid photo. It's like here, it's just a classic, stick it down, plug it down, get your phone out, snap the photo, put it on Instagram. Oh, look, I'm so cool. I took this photo. Uh, so that's the very first one. And and then I'm like, wow, I did that. And it was so long ago. So I think about four years ago, I was challenged to recreate that photo. So I got my son again, got the crash test dummy. And this time he's walking along. I'm like, I'm like, okay son interact with this guy and he like and he did that thing with his hand i'm like okay that's fine his little face is in there it's very cute i loved it and it was fun to see that big jump from there from the beginning stupid little minifig photo to this one and then i'm like you wanted to do this again and it's super fun i love to do it i'm like okay now how am i gonna up the ante now because i already did the kind of a blurry uh short uh short depth of field kind of photo don't think that one was with the lens baby. It was probably done with a, a Sony macro lens. Uh, so I like, okay, now I'm going to do it with lens baby. I've been doing a lot of bikes leaping. So I'm like, okay, now the test to crush this dummy is going to be leaping. Okay. My son's driving now. So in the first one, he's like seven sitting at the piano. The next one, he's like, you know, mid teens, you know, troublemaker. Now he's like driving and he's a menace on the road. So I'm like, okay, we're going to have to do him in the car because that just shows the passage of time. So I really wanted the crash just dummy on the hood of the car with him behind the wheel, but I couldn't do it because I couldn't get it all in focus. So I'm like, okay, get out. And the next thing you know, we got the hand again and it was just funny. I don't know. It's just, solving a problem but trying to show growth but it's again revisiting showing time through photography which is just i think that's what makes this idea of revisiting so dang much fun because you literally can show the passage of time through an idea which yeah. is one kid and one minifig now what am i going to do when he gets married i don't know that will be very funny like two crash test dummies Oh, yeah. <laughs> Crashing into each other with mean, two hands. I don't know. I mean, it, uh, yeah. it'll be some other weird event and we'll th- bring it out again. No, I, yeah, I think, yeah, you do, people do revisit. I have, like, gone to the same puddle and, re- like, used the same, like, table to take the same photo with just, like, different characters on in the same area just doing the same thing because I like that kind of photo. It's that's another type of revisit where you just keep going and doing a certain like shot. Well, that would be me and my puddle and a kayak. I think I posted like three of them on, on one of the other revisits, which is like, all right, same puddle, same idea. Who am I going to put in the kayak today? That's, that's a type of revisiting an idea yeah. or a place and and it's like it's toy photography we're like there are no rules do what's happy what what makes you happy yeah 
period. Like end the podcast, like just do what's ha- makes you happy. Um, I know. I think when, when you revisit, especially if you're revisiting like concepts or ideas all the time, it's, it might seem like it's the same, but it's different every time. Uh, and the photo might end up looking the same, but you as a photographer in the background have learned like a better way to set up the shot or like a better angle or, you know, a better time to go to a certain place. Like any one of those things that are stacked behind the actual photograph, um, can be different. And then like a lot of times you would revisit an idea because like you forgot something or you think another adding this to the photograph is going to make it better. Or you had an idea that at the time you couldn't really accomplish for whatever reason. And then you decide to go back because now you can do it. Um, I think on Instagram, Barb underscore B photography, she wanted to take a Chippendale photo with, walnuts but at the time she didn't have walnuts and then for this revisit she was like i have so she used peanuts in her original photograph and it's a great photograph she said it was a good photograph she liked it it's awesome it's with peanuts and it isn't walnuts and so like for her going back revisiting that same idea like putting chippendale in nuts was like i need to put them in walnuts and so she got to do that, and it made her happy. Yeah, that was a great example. Yeah, the photographs are great. And then, like, Mary, she took a dune photo a very long time ago, and then it was, like, a more regal pose for for the character. And then this time she was like, I want to add a worm instead. Like, Paul is going to have, like, be next to a worm instead of, like, with the sand. <laughs> That's interesting that both Mary and uh, Matthew did uh, recreated uh, Dune, Dune the and yeah. with Paul, which is just a great minifig. I think they both used it from Crazy yeah. Bricks. That's just such a great figure. Tomek too. And oh, really? Yeah. Everyone's got Dune on their mind right now. Clearly. I think because Dune is a perfect example of somebody revisiting a work. Yeah. Yeah. And on a, on an even grander scale. So clear. And Matthews, his, the original one was like sort of hinted at what he's capable, of, but also have been fun watching him as 365. Cause like we had talked about that constant mm-hmm. photographing can really uh, change your style quickly and and having him revisit that one in his this new style that he's sort of developing was really super fun because that really elevated that photo to just totally next level. It's fun. It's so fun to see that, and and so vis- visually and so have Mary going back and revisiting it and just getting fun and silly and putting in a a, a prop that she didn't have access to before. And then Matthew going back and getting the vision that he had originally wanted that he wasn't able to get because of skill level the first time around. Right. Yeah. Like it's interesting, like specifically for the Dune one is like Matt chose to like 
add sand and like a different type of atmosphere. Uh, but Tomek's original photo was in sand, but then he decided to go back and do that photo um, with like cloth sand. Interesting. So they, so they like did two different types of revisits, but it's the same sort of concept and idea, which is another, is a, like another cool way to go about like think it really shows that like you can think about different photos uh, in different ways and they all can turn out amazing. Yeah. And it's, we get so caught up on that are if you're doing an indoor photo that you have to use this kind of sand or this kind of snow or this kind of technique for your fog or whatever you're going to do. And I have figured learned in the last year because I've been trying to teach all this to people who are new to it and which has made me really go down the rabbit hole of what people are up to. And there are so many different ways to solve the problem of sand or smoke or uh, snow that isn't that goes against the sort of common techniques that you see with the big boys that are using. And, and it's interesting that Matthew had used real sand, but Tomek used this uh, something that looked more like a carpet. So it's like just every photo is a problem. And I'm, I just, I love seeing how people are going to solve that problem and how they do that. It's fascinating to me. Yeah. I also, it is also cool to see like what kind of changes people decided to change in a photo that they revisited. Oh, that, that comment makes me immediately think of Janin and his uh, Black Panther photo, which the first one was Black Panther sitting on the throne, looking straight at the camera. And it's a lovely photo. Um, but the changes that he made are so subtle, but really brought the power to the image. Yeah. Which was, yeah. I mean, just, just twisting the throne a little bit. So, and the character leaning forward a little bit and that spotlight from above, just illuminating him and just separating him ever so slightly from the dark background was just really upped the, the power and the emotional response to the image in such a nice way. Yeah, I agree. It's really similar to uh, another photographer who did subtle changes to his photograph. It was uh, Stormtrooper Pete, and he did a Boba Fett photo. Mm -hmm. um, one of them is from his phone from I, I don't know like how long ago it was. It's one of his earlier photos, though, that he and he used to take photos with his phone all the time. And um, he's now doing more with his camera. But both of them is Bubba Fett, and he's standing next to, like, a you know a cryogenically frozen Han Solo. And uh, in his newer photo, he added a little bit more atmosphere to it. It's a little bit darker. There's like a light that kind of highlights his helmet a little bit more, and the, it looks like the light is shining down. So it, like really directs your eye more towards Boba Fett. And it's a little bit more uh, close up, but not that close. Like, so it's just like a different angle slightly. It's just got a little bit more like a different kind of lighting and it changed the photo. It's amazing how 
just a little tweak in the lighting can really change the mood and the response of the viewer. Yeah. But the, it, the revisit is because he decided that. Yeah. But I think it, that's also reflects just the, the community as a whole sort of like overall trends that we see right, right. over time is that there's a lot more attention being paid to how something is lit and how to use um, lighting in a more cinematic way to convey emotion or um, and, and move the story along much more. Sure. So pulling from from cinema and other photographers that are, are using lighting in an interesting way. And photography, really, it's your cat. That's all you're doing. You're capturing light. So that's in how light yeah. is interacting with your with your subject. That's true. Because that's, <laughs> even though, yeah, that's really true. Even though what? I was going to say, even though, like, because you can't actually take a photo in the dark. <laughs> so, like, of course. Oh, all- au contraire, get a camera with enough pixels on its, uh, okay. you can do that. Come on. Right. Night camera. I mean. Okay. Infrared. I digress. It's, again, it's a it's a problem, and how are you going to yeah. solve it? And is yeah. it going to is that going to uh, you know work for your vision and et cetera, et cetera? Right? Again, there are no right answers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like my degree. Oh well, should we just jump right into that? So, Sabrina, no man ever steps to the same river twice, <laughs> or it's not the same river, and he's not the same man, Heraclitus. So, did you right. think about that when you were doing this? I did, I did, and this is because I saw Christina's comment underneath one of uh, I can't if it was that your space man floating photo that she commented about she wrote this she wrote this like this is a good uh revisit because you can really see in one of the one of the photographs you took it is like winter or not winter but it's got like winter colors and the other one is a little bit brighter and you can it's probably springtime or fall is it the one with the little spaceman in the little little ship well (laughs) one is literally uh was taken in november in seattle which was the rainiest month on record and the other one was taken in moab utah so blue sky we don't get that kind of sky here (laughs) okay from a few years ago when we were visiting i think it was the early 2020 pandemic okay maybe well one of them regardless she like you keep going to the same puddle to take some of your photos and the the thought that like for Heraclitus that you can never step in the same river twice or also like you as a photographer could never recreate the same image even if you're in the same place at the same time with the same figures um is like a concept that is like for Heraclitus anyway it's about identity over time being the, you being the same which is a ship of theses go back to the episode on like surrealism if you want to hear me tangent on this like specifically but like um for that i guess it would be like you can't take the same photo even of the same thing 
exactly the same way, even if you're in the same space, which I tested during this revisit by going to the park, the, the same park that I went to during the same time, during the same day uh, to recreate like three or four of my photographs that I have taken there over time. But for some reason, I'm always there on the same week. I have no idea why I go to this park at the same time every like just to take these photos because it's not a thing that I've consciously done except for this time because I was like I clearly have to revisit this bike shot and like this chessboard shot because I keep doing it um but if you if you look back on it because I've done it three times I think I've changed oh definitely (laughs) and I'm the and I'm the same person, but I feel like I'm the same. But maybe I, I, I'm not the same person. And that's that's the whole thing is like, I don't think you're maybe you're not the same photographer that you were yesterday. Um, and that's because you've learned two more things than the day before. And those toys have gone to like five more places than they've been like 10 days ago or something. And so I think even if it's the same concept, you've your thought process has changed slightly yeah yeah you can try as hard as you if you want you can set it up with the same figures the same everything uh and even if you're looking straight at one photo and going i'm going to create this exactly there's just there's just no way yeah it's even hard to do that in the moment which is why you have like a high shutter speed when like you're trying to take photos of things that are moving. Oh, you mean like a burst mode? Yeah. 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 Or uh, like even because I, you can also revisit photos like in the moment, just like I'm going to try and take that again, hit the shutter a second time, hit the shutter a third time, even though nothing has moved. <laughs> Do you, but like even this, like, but the slightest change could make like a difference or whatever. Just like, the Hobbit, even the smallest person, <laughs> you know, can make a change. Should I reel you back in, Sabrina? Yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You can, you, there, even if you wanted to, just time and change and what you've learned, you'll never be able to make the same photo. But that's, but that's, that's the joy of doing this challenge. And even if you don't do it through the challenge, you just do it in in your own work. Just take a moment and stop. Take a favorite photo or a photo that that fell short of your original expectations or that you didn't have the skills to do when you originally had the idea and try it again and see what happens. Because it, it might work, it might not. I mean, you might learn from the failures as much as you do from the successes. And, and it, it's absolutely fascinating to see in this really visual, visceral way, the changes in you right. that you can't see any other way. Yeah, I think uh, what this challenge is like, a, it's like a more in-your-face version of saying like, hey, you're, you've grown. Or like, hey. You, like, because I think a lot of times with social media, like you would get... Um, you would think, oh, like, I'm not as good as someone else, someone else's feed or like, 
I, you know, I could never take the same, like, I could never take the photos that Shelly takes, or I could never take the photos that, like, um, you know, whoever you're, like, looking at their feet and being like, I'm never going to be like Telmec, or I'm never going to be like Sabrina. Like, of course you're not, because you're you. And, like, I think what it is is, like, sometimes when you're recreating, like, when you're recreating other people's work, um or even your own work and then when you go back and you look oh like this is like a side-by-side image of like what i'm i've done and then what i've grown then you can really see oh yeah i i am um making things that make me happy and like other people see this as like like my photos are making them happy and like or like even if it just makes you happy or one person then you're doing it right and so there's no like wrong way to like revisit whether you just like put the same same like photo like toys camera desk and took that photograph you did it right yeah and yeah th- yes Yana you did it right yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> like like you know, like no matter how you like revisited a shot whether it was just like adding light to like a lightsaber or. Um, you know, using your phone to your, to like using your mirrorless camera to doing the opposite and using your like phone instead of your camera or like taking, making all your photos square or not square. Um, you know, like whatever, or like re-editing a photo that you took, that's a revisit too. Cause that's what Steven X did. He like re-edited a photo that he took, which is like another way to revisit. Uh, absolutely. Um, Tomek had done one over in Miwi that was really subtle. That was uh, the Thor's hammer. Oh, yeah. And the first one was is just a little hammer sitting on the ground close up. But the second one, really interesting because it's, it's the, as if the hammer is embedded in the rock. And then you see a little bit of the rocks sort of bouncing into the air like it's just landed. It's that sort of subtlety. It just really elevates an image from just a, a hammer lying on the ground to a hammer that's just impacted. And that was, I thought that was just such a really right. great recreation revisit of showing increased skills. Yeah. Or it's like a perfect way to like take an idea that you had and then change the idea a little bit for what you either wanted or what you want now at the time. Cause you were like, Oh, I want to add this to the story. Yeah. And again, it's part of the joy of toy photography is there are, there are no rules. We make them up as we go along. We don't do whatever the heck we want. Uh, and that it, and it's a joyful, crazy little hobby with no expectation. So if you want to have a, uh, I don't know. I don't, people are so creative. All I do is just sit around and go, that was funny. I wish I had thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah, every, like, basically, I'm, like, impressed every day, like, all the time. <laughs> I'm like, it's so cool. <laughs> Thing is, so, like, Mary, she did this, like, Doctor Who one on MeWe where she, she talks about how, like, she just brought a Doctor Who to a yard sale and then took a photo. But then, like, later she did, like, the same, like, another Doctor Who photo, but, like, with where she set up a, like, in the yard sale, 
sale set up a shot. So that's like (laughs) revisiting an idea, but like actually taking time (laughs) to like set up a shot versus like just placing a toy somewhere. Learning to take your time, which is very similar to what you learning to take your time. Yeah, it is. Or I guess I realized at some point that I wanted to actually tell stories or instead of just like bringing them around doing like the flat Stanley thing. Well, remember when you had talked about that you had crossed over from taking a photo to creating a photo? Uh, I noticed in Mary, uh, one of our our um, um, admins over in MeWe, she did she did something similar from a photo in 2012. Now Mary's been a photographer forever, so she 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 knows uh, her way around a camera and photographing toys since like the dark ages, right? <laughs> um, and I love the fact that she had this little Doctor Who, and then she had him with her. She was at a garage sale, something she loves to do. She takes her camera everywhere and she just plunks him down, grabbed a photo. Very cute photos, like Doctor Who in the middle of a, a little mini swap. Uh, but then she's now she's coming back. It's uh, nearly 10 years later. And this time she has another Doctor Who. But this time, instead of just plunking him down in the middle of this little garage sale, she takes the time to set the photo up. And it's just, it's just such a better story. It's like, well, they're both great stories. That's not, but this one is much clearer and the lighting is better. It's, it's, it's just, it's super cute. And it was fun to see someone who has been doing this for so long. Also just embrace the toy photography and go, you know what? I don't need to just plunk it. I can rearrange my environment and take yeah. the time. Yeah, like I it's one of those things where you realize, "Oh, I should move the light to take a better picture." But now you do move the light to take yeah. the pic- better picture. Yeah, like, "Oh, I you like when you realize like you probably should cover up the uh like I like, "Oh, just cover up the light switch with something. Like make someone stand there." Like, "What were you thinking?" That immediately is <laughs> like well yeah yeah but it takes a long time to learn to cross over that that barrier of just because we're so used we're trained to like use photography to snap a photo to document whatever our lives the kodak moment etc etc the kodak picture spot and now toy photography is you can snap the photo but it's really an art form that lends itself to creating a photo. I think that is what I learned. Part of what I learned. It's like so- somewhere in the in the middle of how it started to how it's going. Somewhere somewhere there I I realized that is a th- I can do that. That's huge. <laughs> and I want to. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I think that's that's one of the th- but that's also like with um that's also the time where like you realize like when you are revisiting photos that subtle changes or like taking the same concept can really change it. Like when Jan did his uh, Miles Morales versus like Peter Parker, he had, he had like a spidey sense. You can't even see the air quotes. He did a spidey sense Peter Parker photo a while ago that kind of, kind of looks like it's out of like one of the sony spider-man picture 
movies where it's like Spider-Man in a like Spider-Man pose knowing that there's danger. But then he did for this challenge, he did a Myris Morales with like his what he calls tingles, his Spider-Man tingles in like the movie. And it is more like into the Spider-Verse, but it's basically the same idea of Spider-Man with Spidey senses. No, it's a it's a colorful and in, very interesting photo because it definitely moves outside of what is considered like what people are doing right now in the community. I don't know if you've noticed in the community that there's literally uh, themes or, or trends. There's a lot of trends and this is very not on trend. But I love it because it does feel very close to a comic book. And like you said, into the Spider-Verse, I mean, it's totally into the um, into the, the final scenes of that movie. I, I feel like we're like writing the, whatever the hell that machine was. And also this, he used a, a very specific phone um, tech, uh, app and he's always edited his, his photos on his phone. So it's really fun to see new technology come yeah. into how we can edit our photos and create the visions that we have. I loved it. Yeah, it's great. And it's it's crazy because, like, he had the same idea, but it's just both. They're not similar at all. No, they 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 show the change in what the movies are offering, as well as how he's approaching his photos and how technology has changed. Yeah, it's it's a, the definition of revisit on many <laughs> levels. <laughs> but again, that's part of that. There are no right answers to this. You can do it any way you want. You can revisit uh, these photos, your favorite photos, and I guess that's. What I learned doing this was giving myself permission to go back and look at some of my favorite photos and going, how would I do that now? If I had the same setup, what would I do now? The funny thing is, is when I did them, yeah, I didn't go back and look at, actually look at the photos. I only did my memory of the photos. So all sorts of things were different. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to let that go too. And the photos are completely different. And better or worse i don't know but just more me and i loved giving myself permission to just go play and take the photos that i love to take which are not the photos everyone else loves to take that's for sure but i don't care i like you know what i also when i recreated like a few of my photos i didn't go back and look at the original too hard like I looked at it but it was like I recreated it from my memory and then later on after I took the like the new photo I went back and looked at it kind of similar and so they are kind of the same and they're kind of not the same like one of the photos that I recreated was like a skateboarding photo um and I remembered that I like did it on. I like placed the thing on my table. I used like a tech deck skateboard thing, and I remembered that the skateboard was blue. But for some reason, I couldn't find that like minifigure skateboard. And I was like, "Huh." Apparently, for me to recreate this, I need to like buy a new Lego skateboard. <laughs> and so then I like went to go get one, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I think like let me just try and take 
uh, a different type of skateboard photo, even though I I was like, I'm going to try and take a different type of skateboard photo, even though I remember the other one being kind of like the, the, um, the skateboarder is like grinding on the thing. So I was like, well, it'll just be the same, but a little bit different, like, so it kind of looks like it's the same day. I don't know. And what, like a different per- photographer from another angle. <laughs> so that's like what I ended up doing. Um, and then, yeah, I think it's, it's cool to revisit ones that you photos that like you really love or like, I'm glad you gave yourself permission to do that because for a while I was like, I am not going to do this, uh, revisit my profile picture. Because that's, like, the original reason for the Perry Lego Adventures is, like, I was recreating my life in Lego. And so I'd, like, taken this hiking photo, uh, which has been my profile picture on Instagram for, like, since the beginning. And I was like, I am not going to recreate that photo. And then I ended up doing it because I was like, I'm just going to recreate it. And, like, the new one is just a different angle. And it's, like... I took it with a macro lens instead of my phone, but it's kind of similar. (laughs) And so like, so, but I'm like, I was happy with the original one. So happy that I made it my profile picture that like the new one, I'm like, I'm really happy with the way it turned out. And so I'm glad that I did it, but I was like scared to rehash like that particular photo only because it's like kind of similar to like when, I think a lot of times why people don't like remakes. <laughs> Interesting. So okay, so you 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 uh, you faced your fear. I did. You 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 got over it. I did. You created the photo, and you absolutely love it. So what did you learn from that? The lesson I learned is that you should just try and do it. <laughs> just do it. Don't be afraid. Um, and if it doesn't work out, that's okay too. Because at least you gave it a go. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I and just so you know, on my on my bunny fishing photo, when I recreated it, I totally forgot the carrot. And I totally forgot the fishing uh, net. So it's like, well, that was useless. So now I got to go do it again. So <laughs> mistakes happen, and then it's just a great excuse to go off and and do it. So the um, there's learning to be found in the things that don't work out. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Well, that was uh, super fun. I mean, of course, you know, revisiting photos was like, it's like, it's like my cup of tea. So (laughs) where do we go from here? Well, obviously, because we took trips down our own memory lanes by taking like revisiting photos, like a lot of times that brings you a sense of nostalgia. I guess also people... Uh, a lot of times with the challenges, especially the ones that are a little bit more recent, like the um, the music, the mixtape challenge, and this one, a lot of people were like, oh, it's making me feel so nostalgic about like things from my childhood, or they start to remember things. And um, Yana, when she posted her her revisit, she had, she had written in her comment that she doesn't think that what she did was like an actual revisit, and it felt more like... Um, a nostalgic representation of 
her growth as a photographer and like as a person like things that have changed over time in her life and so like the photo that she took is a little bit more nostalgic and so we decided that like because it's the end of the year in january and everything that's kind of led up to like oh us going back down trips even like the music with like our self-portraits and we thought about like the past and stuff that we would just do hashtag tp underscore nostalgia so that you can share more stories of nostalgia in your life in ours. But again, no right answers here because some of the images that I have planned are definitely nostalgic in a very tangential way. So if you can either go straight up, recreate like your first memory or uh, a favorite family tradition or uh, a, a a, a chi- childhood memory, whatever, whatever you want to do, some some event in your life, you can do that, or you can nostalgically look back at some other time. I don't know. You get to define nostalgia any way you want, and you can create photos with any figure or style or story, and we're gonna love it. So we want to see your TP nostalgia photos. I guess that's TP underscore nostalgia photos. That's right. Yeah. And then if you want to listen to an ex- like another episode of the podcast about nostalgia, mm-hmm. you can listen to episode number 60, uh, which is, I think, called actually called Nostalgia. There's another one called Normal that Christine and I do, which would definitely come under <clears throat> nostalgia, nostalgia as well. Which is what is normal? There's a, there's a lot of, what are we like on 114 podcasts now? And there's a lot of amazing conversations that go on in those. There really are. You could really learn a lot from going back uh, and revisiting (laughs) not only podcasts, but also articles on the the blog too, on toyphotographers.com because, um, even if, if you actually go back and search, like revisit or recreations in um, in the search bar in toyphotographers.com, you'll feel like lots of articles by other toy photographers about this topic. Um, so if you want to dive deeper into this topic, then go for it. Yeah, I don't know if you've been reading the blog lately, but it's been on fire the last few weeks because there's been so many amazing uh, posts about some really technical topics. I have learned so much. I'm like, wow, that's why I should be using my Edge 80. I had no idea, Dave, lens compression. Huh. Uh, light bulb moment. So I'm like, highly recommend if you haven't been reading the blog, go back and scan through. There's so many good how to's, so many good just uh, the feature Fridays have been fabulous and we've I've yeah. got just a mess of those coming out between over the next few weeks that are starting to come in. So um, read the blog, listen to the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, I was like, I just read the one that came out today about focus stacking. Immediately, I was like, I got to go revisit this one photograph because that definitely would have benefited from focus stacking. So um so helpful tips that that that's why I became a fan. And basically, I still don't know how I ended up on this podcast. So like if you want to if you want to also if you want to read like um, people's reviews on or like 
talk about like what they feel like they learned this year uh look for those coming out because uh a lot of us are going to be writing about what we learned in 2021 yeah we did and i i, I gotta just uh pop in is because you said you don't know how you ended up on the podcast and and i think that really speaks to a comment that we got from terry earlier this year which we are trying to rectify which is if someone does want to get involved with the community or the blog or the podcast is they just need to reach out. It's not That's a close true. group. It's not a, it's, it's, it's not a, a secret group of people. It's just that we're all busy and we don't do a lot of outreach as much as we should, but it's my door, Alan's door, Matt's door, your door, all of our doors are wide open. And if anyone has an idea for a blog post or wants to come on the on the podcast and do a roundtable discussion about a topic. I mean, poke at us, present us your idea, and we'll see if we can make that happen because this is a community-run blog and we are sharing because we all know that we will get better if we share our knowledge. And that's what it's all about. That is true. And I probably listened to James on episode 50 where he literally was like, you should just you know, talk to Shelly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I should have listened to that advice and you should listen to that advice right now too. Like 55 episodes later. Again, in episode number 115. Yeah, just say hello. <laughs> um, so anyway, listen, follow us on Instagram. Check us out on MeWe and um, we thank you for listening to the episode of this podcast. Don't forget to uh, join us for the next challenge, TP underscore nostalgia. I, again, am Sabrina Perry with Shelly Corbett. Um, have a good rest of your day and happy holidays, whatever holiday you celebrate. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more episodes or articles about toy photography, visit us at toyphotographers.com. The best way to connect with us on social media is on MeWe. Search for toyphotographers.com or find the link in the show notes. If MeWe's not your thing, visit us at Facebook, Toy Photographers, or on Twitter, at Toy Photo Blog, or on Instagram, at underscore toy photographers underscore. Thanks again for listening. 